where I could go verbatim the 66 books of the Bible. Glory. Three, foundational. Now, yes. we find, we find, uh, I mean, it was very strange to me when we would, when we would ask young people when I became like a Sunday school teacher, especially here, and you say, okay, let's uh, go to this scripture. You tell them, uh, we need to go to Mark, and they are in the middle of the Bible, or they are at the front of the Bible, and we're saying, okay, what is going on here? Mm -hmm. After a while, they would figure out that you could go to the contents page and find, okay, Mark oh, is yeah. at page so, 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 so. It was so strange to me. Yes. Bless God, today we have the, the, um, the tablets, and we have the Mm -hmm. apps on the phone and so they can just can go it. Yes. And it. but my goodness what 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 a thing what a thing what would yeah, you like so to see that come back again though now for the new this new generation would you like to see them inherit a little of what we had then you know um it is one thing that the bible is not taught in school it's not being taught in schools here and i hear that even the caribbean it has taken on <laughs> uh, how sad. However, um, if the, 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 we, we see what we have reaped yes. from not giving our children a Bible-based um, education and thereby a, a, a Bible-based a Bible worldview. Worldview, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, our children... I, I, I feel, I really feel sorry for them, for this generation, um, these generations, uh, in the last generations, because they have been robbed of things that are foundational. And um, there are things, you know, we used to say that the little poem, Labor for Learning Before You Go Old. Before You Go Old, yes. And gold. Mm -hmm. Silver and gold will vanish away, but a good, but a good education, education never decay. Never decay. Amen. Right? Amen. <laughs> and so when we go, when we look at this, we see the, the foundational things that have, they, they, they have been robbed. I say they have been robbed. Yes. And I, I really pity them because of it. And I pray much for this generation. And then we go back to Sunday school. Yes. And uh, as you mentioned, we used to have to do golden text. Yes. Golden text is the main course. Yeah. Now, there would be a story. And those days we used to get leaflets and they used to be colorful. We used to love them. <clears throat> Part of the story would be on it. And of course, there would be one verse or a couple of short verses that would be the golden text. It means that is the part that you needed to bear to memory. That was the anchor or those were the anchor verses of the entire story. The yes. golden text. Bring someone with you. Come to Sunday school. Come to Sunday school. Every Sunday morning. Come, come to, to Sunday school. school. Bring someone with you. Someone Bring with an you. offering to. Every Sunday morning. Come to Sunday school. Amen. Praise so God. That was a song to remind us of the different things that we would we would we could possibly get rewarded for in Sunday school. It was incentive, you know? Yes, for learning the Bible. Exactly. For studying exactly. the Bible. Studying yes, the yes, Bible. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, Pastor, you have um you have been you have become the superintendent of um of your church. <laughs> yes. And um, how long have you remained in that post? Or should I say, um, 
Take me to when you first became a pastor. Time I, w- I, I was appointed pastor, six years after my conversion, I had, and that's due to the training from my pastor and the hand of the Lord upon my life, because like I said, I fell so in love with Jesus, I could not yes. have enough of him. So I started my walk with the Lord um, just praying. I prayed a lot. I fasted a lot. The church did not have to call a fast. In fact, when I got my first job, I was working at a hospital and they had a little room that was, it was shut up. It was um, behind the the cafeteria. Um, And I found out it was empty and it got to the place where I began to seek a place to be quiet during my lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And I started, my supervisor was a Christian from the New Testament, mm-hmm. Church of God. And um, I, when I saw this place, I asked about it and I was given permission to okay. use that place. So um, at least once per week at lunchtime. Ah, uh, thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. That brings That's back amazing. precious memories. Precious memories, yes. Precious thank memories. You, Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless Hallelujah. the Lord. Yes, Thank yes. you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless God. Bless God for me. Hallelujah. So Amen. we got permission, and I, I started locking into this place for my lunchtime. And um, my supervisor would sometimes come, and other Christians, on the, from nurse to whoever, heard about this prayer meeting at lunchtime and we started just it became a movement and i was so blessed one day my pastor was um was off of work um he was he had some appointment and he had heard that we were doing this and he scheduled his time and dropped in with us that day you imagine what that felt like my pastor came to the room oh my god and prayed with us it was such a high honor that's a yes, great, but, great yes, fasting and prayer. And so um, I, I ended up, um, my pastor kept appointing me here, there. Then I was, I, he, he started after I became the youth leader years okay. later. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he immediately, after a few months of me being youth leader, he said, okay, um, third Sundays are youth Sundays. You Amen. need to begin to prepare to bring the message on Youth Sunday. You imagine? Amen. But you see, someone saw the call of God on your life and, you know, they just wanted to perfect it in you. You mind saying what the name of that pastor was? Uh, he was Pastor Leslie Trusty. Hey, I want to give him a little accolade because sometimes when there is good in you, I mean, yeah. you know, when they push you to go to that end. Yeah. It's a reward in the end that you receive. You know, he may not be here to accept the praise and the thanks that we want to say to him now just for keeping you steadfast. But yes. we still want to acknowledge him before God for Absolutely. the work that he has done in you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I tell you. So, I mean, it got, he was so tough on me <laughs> that at one time I thought he really couldn't like me. Why, why others could get away with stuff that I couldn't get away with, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, 
Oh my, I had to watch my tone. I, I, I mean, he was on me like, now I realize this because he, he saw something that he needed to harness and to, and to, and to groom. And so I am eternally grateful to him. And Can you say um, he was I, your I, spiritual guide at that time? I'll say that again. Can you say he was your spiritual guide at that time? He was he was definitely my 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 mentor. Um, he was he he, he was we, we we when we say spiritual guide, just wanna be very because we have all these spirits that have gone out in the world, and you have these terminologies from time to time. But yes, he provided spiritual guidance, guidance and correction, yes. and which correction. you can't even hear about nowadays. Yes. Nowadays, yes. people do not take correction from their leaders, from their mm-hmm. pastors. But no, uh, those days, when your pastor says something, uh, especially when their life spoke of holiness and righteousness, yes. you tremble, yes. you tremble, you don't you argue, Amen. you forget that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so, and when, when you are appointed, when he comes and he appoints you, you see it as him just being at the voice of the Lord to you. You understand? And, and so, you know you have to respect him because the Lord is respected, eh? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. What you're talking about? Reverence? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You don't talk back to your pastor. You don't withstand your pastor in those days. Are you crazy? Oh, no, never, no, 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 never, no. Never, never, never. No, no, no. Especially when they live such an exemplary life. And so um, he started having me. Um, do this. So I, I remember the first few third Sundays, I would go up there, I would prepare, I would fast, I would pray, I would write up a notes, I would go up there and I would be trembling so hard. The first thing I would do is start crying. And he watched me cry. And he watched me cry for how many minutes I needed to cry. And he mm-hmm. just sat there and waited on me to finish crying and get to the message. <laughs> amen. Amen. It's your Sunday. You have to speak. Yes. And so he trained me. By the time he, he was appointed to go somewhere else, um, six, six years into my, 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 my walk and uh, in his training, um, uh, the person who was appointed was, was uh, decided not to uh, accept the appointment because of where this little local church was. He didn't feel that it was worthy of his time or whatever it was. I just leave mm. it at that. Okay. But yeah. anyway, at this time I had just received my evangelist license from the Church of God of Prophecy. Mm-hmm. And um and so uh the overseer when he realized that the uh the pastor did not accept the appointment, he sent the national overseer sent the state the um parish overseer so come and seek me out and tell me uh, now I'm being appointed to lead the church because there I was the I was the uh, a licensed minister there and there was nobody else. The person who was appointed in the convention did not accept the appointment. So I was thrust. <laughs> so I to was, get to that location, was it far from where you had um, originally been worshiping or is it a remote area that's going to take you a long time to get there? Okay. What was that like? Okay, so by this time I had I had been I had been married 3 years, right? And my husband worked for that same company um that's sugar industry 
He worked as a field supervisor, and so um, they would provide um, accommodation for their officers. And, um, and so uh, we had a home now in the district. This is how faithful God is. God is faithful and true. This is how faithful God is. You see, um, when I lived outside of the district before I got married, when I lived outside of the district, there, I mean, I've used all kinds of transportation. I remember, you know, on the Sunday school, you do, um, in the summer, you do what is called vacation Bible school. Bible school, yes. <laughs> yes. I can remember one of those years, I was not working at the time, and I, went, I scheduled vacation Bible school. And, uh, of course, I have to leave from my home was at least, my goodness, perhaps about 15 miles away mm-hmm. from, from where I went to church. And so I could get a taxi from um, up to the head of the district, okay? And mm-hmm. then from the top of the district to the church was, would be perhaps another eight miles of walking, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah, perhaps another eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, we, used to, we used to borrow bicycle. Mm-hmm and ride because we knew that even if we took a taxi once we got to a certain point the taxi was gonna go in so we could we would borrow bicycles we didn't own our own we'd borrow bicycle or mm-hmm. whenever we had to we didn't have a, a bicycle to borrow we would take a taxi to the top of the district then we would walk down these dusty hard roads you imagine how many shoes how many yes. shoes tip we lost uh, yes. um, on those God. roads, you know? Yes. yes. And then because it was a cane belt, you, it was treacherous road too, especially at night, even in the daytime. It was okay. so lonely because it was just an occasional tractor or something that would come by. Okay. And there was, there was the bush. I mean, I mean, just vegetation on either sides. And there were many times when people were robbed at certain corners, you know. Yes, and um, yes. but yes, we 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 would we would walk down, and of course you're walking down, and especially if you're alone or just two girls walking, myself and my cousin, we would be going down, and we are watching. We have our eyes out looking, you know, making sure that the way is clear see, yes. and that there is no danger, and mm-hmm. especially. If it's um, a still day, sometimes you hear something move in the bush and immediately you are like that, you know. Ready to run. Sometimes it's just, it's just like an animal or something. Yes. But God kept us. And kept then there was God. the occasional, I don't know if you know what this is, we call it the donkey cart. Oh, yes. Was, oh, yes. Was, I am aware of it. Yes. <laughs> so you were that was yeah. pulled by mules or donkey, right? Oh yes, oh yes. And the sugarcane people they use that too, right? Well, well, you know the the private farmers because within the place, you know, you would have the you would have the in, the, um, the 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 people who own the big farms, but you would also have people in the district that had land and they would plant. Private farmers would also farm their their okay. cane and yes. sell it to the factory. Mm-hmm. So they would not be able to hire um, trucks. So they, we, we had situation where we would be walking down and as we would walk towards, the, we'd be walking down this long road, we would see like a donkey cart coming. And of mm-hmm. course, um, 
it would it was not it would not go as fast as a car but it would definitely ease your feet so there are times when we yes. hopped onto a donkey cart to get down to church this particular oh my song, god it was so funny you know but yes. the thing about it is we enjoyed it you know that's the suffering that you go and that's yeah. part of the suffering that you go through for christ uh, you know and at that time, you didn't even see it as suffering. We understand. Oh my God! It, was... it, it was a, just a part of the journey. Yes. <laughs> now yes. you know. Yes. And um and so yes, we we uh it was we just had to roll with the punches as it were during those times, and God God helped us anyway. So when I got married, now we lived inside of the district. And uh, of course, when we got married, my husband, my husband had a, um, you know, we used to do the S90s then. He used okay. to do the bike. Is that a bike? Not the, not the little one. The, it wasn't as big as the Triumph. It was the okay. one, okay. Um, the S90 and the S90s. Do you remember they used to talk about the scanning? And, yes. Um, and, yes. Um, yeah. oh, yes. Right. That is, that, is, that is the kind. Mm -hmm. And so my husband, he owned one because um, he needed one to do his work riding around the farm to supervise. And so, um, so we used that. But there were times when we could not use that. Because I, I, if I was carrying one of our children, then of course it wouldn't be good. To mm -hmm. it was it was conducive mm -hmm. <laughs> transportation. But anyway, God worked it out over time, and so Amen. yes, it was um, three years into our marriage that um, I was appointed to um, to pastor uh, the same church that my grand my grandparents had led for many years and it was a high honor very high honor that um because my grandparents my grandparents had reared 11 children they had 12 reared 11 and um and my dad was the unsaved son-in-law mm. um my mother had married outside of the church and i can tell you can i do this sister bb let me say from personal experience, there is a reason, a good reason and wisdom why God says, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Young women, hear me well. Hear me well. Wait on the Lord. Jesus. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. When my husband came along, Sister Bibi, I was not focusing on marriage. I was happy, enjoying my salvation. Amen. Every time I heard about a, a, a convention, I, will, I, I, I began to know different parishes yes. because I would go to parish conventions. Amen. Amen. I, would, Amen. I, would, I would travel across the land going to conventions and, and retreats and youth camps and, uh, and, and all kinds of things. By the time I became pastor, I had already had two different, I had already been appointed at par as parish secretary for two different, um, two church. different min ministries in the church. And so, I mean, I was happy. I was happy serving. I wasn't, I wasn't looking for a husband. And, and oh my goodness, tomorrow will be 40 years of marriage. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. We celebrate 40 years tomorrow. Amen. And I'm telling you, 
if I had looked for a husband for myself, I could not have done as good a job, not, not nearly. Um, I have, you know, in Jamaica, they say, do you know that term? I do know that term. A bonononos husband. God bless him. God bless the godliest husband who, who makes sure that whatever the Lord has for me to do, uh, it is not just me, it is us. He will do whatever it takes to make sure that I can say yes to Jesus unreservedly.